Hello and welcome back to the Culture Creators Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Doug Bester. Doug, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brent. So, you are the CEO of Sentient? Yep. Um, for the listener, could you please uh, begin to place yourself by giving us an idea of your, your background and how you come to be sitting? Sure. Um, so. I'm, a, I'm an engineer, I spend most of my life in process control and uh, a while ago I was actually doing a control system for Georgia Power in Atlanta and uh, control systems use mimic pages which is um, circles representing a pump but at night I was playing Counter-Strike with one of my sons who I was having difficulty right. connecting with uh, and, I, and I sort of realised that there was a big gap between the immersive and the engaged and the realism of gaming technology compared to what we did in the resource sector in terms of control and operations. So I started um, sort of wondering if there was a way I could create an entity that used gaming technology and gaming talent, um, which is not very well leveraged in in Australia because there's cheaper places and more um, fancy places to to do this technology in, but we have a lot of very good talent here. Yep. And um, could I create an entity where there was a, um, it was fun to be in, because I was sick and tired of working in engineering projects that were all driven on mm. uh, time, money, and then oh, the yep. projects finished, get rid of everyone, and then you know, and it was just a very stressful and, and a horrid environment to, to work and go to work in. And I wanted to create somewhere where people enjoyed coming to work. I mean, yes, we all have bad days, but the premises that you know it's really good if you can get people to enjoy what they're doing and could I use gaming technology in the resource sector and so since that we've grown to 40 something people and um, yeah and have sort of established ourselves as fairly key in that uh, technology area in the in the industry. Superb so already you have delineated between the stressful environment of engineering and um, making a fun environment here. So, to what degree for you is culture linked to the performance of an organisation? I think it, it, it was quite nice to get a lot of learning in uh, in a way as, as to how not to do it in 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 some ways. So, okay. a lot of the experience I had in in management consulting and um, sort of business, how to run businesses, I could see that it. It didn't work for me. Um, I'm mm. not saying it was wrong, but it was certainly wrong for what I wanted to create. I wanted to create something that had uh, a long-term vision and wasn't a short, how can we make as much money out of this project as we possibly could. Right. And it was quite interesting for me because a lot of the how you did things was um, I didn't agree with. So, for example, the area that I came from, and, and you know, I hit the workforce in what the eighties, so mm. you know, it's going back a while. It was all about money. You know, you, mm. you if you wanted somebody, you just paid them more money and you worked them harder. That was the that was the very yeah. simple equation. Worked like a mule. Yep, that's it exactly. <laughs> and, and you tried to extract the most. And it was actually quite difficult for me to try and shift out of that because when you're when you're when you've done that for so long, That's you can credit. Yeah, wow, it's, it's powerful. Yeah, it's really yeah. powerful. But if you can get it right, if you can get um, a, a, a workforce uh, motivated on on vision rather than money, it's f- so much better. It, it really is. I mean, it 
it, it's not just um, I'm doing this to be, uh, you know, a nice guy or anthropology or whatever, whatever philanthropic. I think or whatever. It, it, it yeah. actually works. Like like diversity. I realized back way back before gender diversity was cool or was was it was essential or whatever you want to call it. That um, I think we had five young twenties uh, male testosterone filled developers. And it just wasn't working. It was just why was that? Because I think they were all so competitive, and they were all so, um, in a way, they were quite angry. the The conversations they would have, the 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 the, the path to anger was quite quick. Yep. Anyway, we sort of bickering. Yeah, and 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 um, so one up. Oh, yeah. yeah, one upmanship and all that. This, this, <laughs> yeah. and then um, eventually I sort of thought, well, um, I don't know what to do, but let's see if if, if um bringing in, I had three sisters and, and I've always known that, that women seem to be better at this game than men are in terms now, what, of that. What's, what's this game? Well, the, the game is in, in, in men, it, it, one, of the, one of the ways you can look at the game is, is, is com- competition. Yes. So men are, I am, very competitive. Yes. And, and I take it to a, a, a way that even if I know it's destructive, I can't stop myself right. doing it. Okay, that, that's a good example. Women tend to be able to even laugh at you and say, well, you're just being ridiculous. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, okay, yeah, I'm being... They, they have the ability to deflate, to, to even, and to make, uh, to shift from a, from a me to an us, I think, right. far more effectively than... than so more collaborative. Co- more collaborative. So we went out and found... Um, in fact, we interviewed somebody in, in, uh, in, in Canberra and literally in 15 minutes said, yeah, we'll fly you over, please come. And she walked in and, and, and the place changed. So for me, it was quite clear that any diversity you have, it's not just gender, it's anything. You know, any, 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 any diversity you can get in a high-performing team, the team works better. It's not easier sometimes because you have to have a lot more conversations than right. you will. If you have all, if I employed 40 Douglases, we wouldn't have to talk because we all would be able to know exactly what we're doing and we're probably doing the wrong thing. But the minute you get in diversity, then someone says, well, actually, I don't, I don't agree with that. And then you have to have a conversation about, about what it is. So it's not awesome. Yes? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So there's that sort of, if everyone was the same, yeah. I suppose mentally you think it would be yeah, and, and more efficient. But then we want to have this creativity. That's it. So, so for us, for me, in technology now and the way things are moving yeah. so quickly, we have to be creative. We can't create a product and live on it for the next 20 years, which we could back in the 80s. Yes. So things change fast, okay? That's it. That's, yeah. I think that's almost a fact. So you have to create a team that can think on its feet and is, and, is, and is much more creative than what I was brought up with. When I was brought up, this is the way you did a project and you did it like that. Yeah. This changing. Very stayed. Very stayed, waterfall, that's what you did, that was the whole deal. Now it's different. Mm. Now there are things where you do, you, you fail, you know. In our day, you didn't fail, ever. Yes. That, that was not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, but that was on your way out of the door. Whereas here, we actually encourage people to fail. If you're not failing, you're not actually pushing, you're not trying, because the changes are coming and we have to be, and to do that change, a diverse team that is not thinking the same, and someone's going, but hey, what about this, in my opinion, is essential to survival. You, you mentioned there that there's a lot more conversations. Yes. How, how did you find the transition to from this probably what I'm going to assume sort of mm. hierarchical engineering this is how we do to that more 
well, we need to have a yarn about this for a period of time and then something will emerge. Very difficult because it's, it's in, a, in some ways it's inefficient. It's much better if someone walks yeah. in and says, right, today we're going to do this and everybody runs off and does it. Yeah. But I think we've found that, in fact, no, definitely, there's no, there's no question to this is, if everyone has a say, and I know this is, you know, it, it, it's easy to say these things, but it's very hard to do them in practice. Because the, one of the issues that I have is if everyone has a say, you have to say, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll listen to what you say, Bryn, but it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to do it. And if you do that too often, Bryn eventually gets to the point and says, well, why am I having a say? Because no one listens to up. me anyway. So, so you know, yeah. And when you're dealing and then with- you get met by the wall of silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there is, it's, not, it's not simple. Um, also, it's, it's, um, there are a lot of introverts. Um, we generally tend to um, have introverts in, in the company. They're not good at, and I take up a lot of oxygen because I talk a lot. So it's getting me to shut up on sometimes to get out of the room is, 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 is a much better way of, of getting that to that wheel to spin. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. How, how do you balance the, the, it, what you've referred to as sort of the inefficiency of yarning and including people and da, 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 against performance profit and I suppose there's another part to this as well, when you do have uh, egos that emerge. Yeah, egos are tough. Um, the, the, what we try and do with profit is I try and lift the profit conversation up. So if, if there's a project that's not going well, that's okay, as long as there's enough projects that are going well to pay the bills every month, which is a big shift from the, you know what I mean? So you're looking at the company more holistically profit-wise yeah. and not trying to get involved in like, you know, why is your project doing so badly? It's more, it, it's fine. We're, and, and, and actually, it also helps that that if, if you're not driven by shareholders who want to make a return on investment, your expectations become a lot more easier to deal with than, yes. than, than that. So the profit size, that's that's how we do that. As we don't, yeah. as we try and not have a. I mean, oh, so it's not squeezing every last drop of profit out of every single engagement. That's no. taking a more holistic. Holistic. Where is the whole company going company. forward. Most right. important thing is to get the next project, not to make money on the project. Yes. So we build relationships with the large companies here. We will not survive if we make a really good profit on the first one and never work with that company again. We will survive if, even if we lose on the first one, but then we make continual, we get continual work and then we can get better and build a trusted relationship. That's our model. So that's how we handle that side. Yes. Egos are much more difficult because especially as you grow, um, it, everyone says, oh, I need a system and I need a, I need a, I need a procedure or I need a, a, a document that defines. And as soon as you do that, you, you're cutting down on creativity. Mm. Because now you, there's, there's a process you have to follow. So you can't leave the process and say, oh, well, what do we do yeah. about this? Because that's not in the, in the process. Um, and it's, it, it, the egos are, are and, and I mean, it, 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 it's always interesting for me because I've probably got the biggest ego being the founder. So it, 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 most of the handling egos is just to watch what I'm doing and try and, and, try and think that that thing's yes. fine. <laughs> that it's not, it's not, um, the, the team or the company egos are much better than mine to deal with in that. So it's mm. more being being aware of your own ego um, yep. is helps you handle everyone else's in, in a way. Um, 
To what degree is, as the founder, um, managing the culture a specific task or a thing that you do while you're doing what you do? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think there's a there's a there's two uh, answer to it. So I think where where I can bring a lot of value to the organisation is in my general um, attitude and mindset. So if I arrive at the office and I'm clearly happy to be here and I'm you know saying to somebody, man, that was an amazing job you did on that last project and that was good. There's a sort of an energy of something like that I, that I can bring in on that level. Mm. If you step down into the more of the weeds of the culture, mm. then I then then it's not my role becomes a bit more murky because as the mm. founder, if I can say something as a joke or an offhand comment, it can have quite uh, damaging or toxic implications into the organisation. Right, and sometimes people find it much harder to say to me, "Well, actually, I think you're wrong," because they they're nervous of that. Um, so no matter how you try and build that up. Um, there is a, there's always a layer when, when you are the person that has, yeah. has you know, controlled it. So I find it's best if I get out of it. So yeah. um, you create teams, I find teams work really yeah. well, so it's not so much individuals, and, and the teams have quite a lot of clarity over what their role is in the culture, yeah. and they handle that. Um, mm. And I try, I'm not saying I always succeed, I try and be more of an observer to that than a, an active participant. Mm. It's not simple or easy to do that, I find. So, uh, yeah. How would you explain culture and how it works? I think for me, culture can, <laughs> it's free. Uh, if, you can, if, you can create an organ, uh, uh, if you can create an office where people enjoy going to work, you've yeah. nailed it, that, yeah. that's it. So, so if, if, you, if you can create a place where someone's not yeah. thinking, oh, it's Monday morning, I don't want to go to work, yeah. then you're, you're failing. In what are the components that sit under that? Because on one level, it's very easy to say that. Right? Mm. Oh yeah, let's create a place where everybody loves coming to work and nobody wakes up with Monday morning dread and stuff like that. Awesome. That's where we want to go. But how do we do it? I mean, one of, the, mm. one of the lines of inquiry of this podcast is what defines a positive culture and what defines a toxic culture so that we as active participants in culture whether it's you know in our family our community our work and wider than that can now begin to see what's going on rather than just yep. be left to be sort of swayed around yeah so what we do or what i do or whatever is is there's there's that oh, i can't even remember his name but he did a fantastic thing on and you know i don't know a lot more of the science of this than than i do is the autonomy vision and mastery. Those three things are critical to getting people to want to come to work. You have to give them autonomy, which yeah. if you're an engineer like me is difficult because I want to tell you what to do. Mastery is, is no problem and, and, and they are amazing. It's you know, yeah. the gaming and the, techni you know, the, the, the technical people. The technical stack we're dealing with is, is just awesome yeah. when you look at the way it changes you know, with VR and AR and the new technologies that are coming out. That, that's actually simple. Yeah. Um, so what's it, um, um, and vision is really difficult. I find vision hard because I don't, I think it's, um, things change so fast. I mean, like if you go to 2019 before COVID and I could have had the most amazing vision, but there's chances are it wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been anything um, in, in, in during those years. So vision is, is, is trickier. So what we, 
What we try and do with vision is sort of say, if you join us, is to sort of say, okay, what do you want to do when you leave? Right. <laughs> and if an artist said, well, I'd like to, I'd like to go and work for a game company in, in, with, with characters, for example, we say, okay, cool. We're going to try and make sure that any character art that comes up, you get to do. Yes. And that's a way of, 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 of getting that vision one. We're now the people are being trained into things where they are, they have a long-term uh, reason for, for mm. doing it. And that actually works really well. Mm. Because if you, if you find out what people want to do when they leave Sentient, and you make sure that happens, if you can give them enough tools and work environment to do that, they've got a much higher chance of staying. <laughs> Yeah. I know it sounds weird. Then then if you for say longer. yeah that's right staying for longer yeah. yeah. We we've, we've we we passed the age although we do have some um, you know we look at 5 years if, if if we can get an employee to stay for 5 years that's that's great. And if they can stay for longer awesome but 5 years is yeah. is, is pretty cool. So that's the And then the other one is so those three things. The other one is everyone has a voice, but that is tricky, as I said earlier, where everyone has a voice, but then I, 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 can, I can feel in those, everyone has a voice, you know, open space, whatever you want to call them, you know, all hands, meetings. You can almost see people saying, I'm not going to say this because I know that, you know, the leadership group's going to do whatever they want. And my, yeah. my, so that's more hard. And the last one, which is probably uh, sort of related is the, the leadership, me and everyone, and, and, and it has to start with me, you have to have authentic care for your people. Right. Now, the word authentic for me is really interesting because, of course, we care about our people. They are generating money. It, it's, yeah. But there's a big difference between caring about your care and actual <laughs> authentic care. And, it, and it's hard because there's, there's I find, for me personally, there's a, there's a certain number of people that it's very easy to have authentic care about. But there's always a couple that are, and those are really difficult. And people know, they know if if, yeah. if I really they am, it. they they feel it. And and if someone says, you know, like I've got a I've got an issue at home, and I can literally say to them, okay, you need to go home and, and sort that issue out, rather than, okay, so when how you know, when can you be back? You know, like, you know, that, yeah, yeah, just that. And that's the difference between having authentic care about somebody's yeah. mental health and. Um, I need you to do this project. How, yeah. how can I get you back on deck as quickly as you can? And if you have authentic care, it is so much more powerful than yeah. than productivity care. Yeah. So that's the if you want to look at those are the five things. So that it's, I would it's nice there that you've you've identified that you know the mental and emotional health of somebody and that authentic care, and then linking it to performance, which then links to the to whole the greater world. being. And it's you know the the. I think it's probably very different for your engineering. Though. Yes, and and I think it's interesting because when 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 I entered the workforce, I think we were just as mentally unstable. We just shut up about it and we bottled it up. You know, we we didn't. I'm not saying we were any stronger than the. Mm. But this current generation, I find a lot of our employees are anxious, and they'll say they're anxious, and it's much better because they are communicating it and. I think people my age can quite often think, oh, you know, stop being such a drama queen, you know, come on, let's, mm. let's get the work done. But actually, I'm sure we were exactly the same. We just didn't have any yeah. way of, of communicating that or, or saying yeah. that. So I think actually it's quite a resilient group, even though when you look at it, it's like, whoa, there's all these conversations about, you know, these really sort of like um, uh, subjects and topics that we would have, well, I would never have yeah, spoken yeah, about I when I was in my 20s. But it's great that, yeah. that they can actually have that. And did that bottling up back in, a, in, in the day, did that actually serve us? No. 
And not at all. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not a psychologist. I'm an engineer. But, but I think if you look at if you look at the production, I would much rather have an anxious person that is um, honest about their mental state than somebody who's like, I'm fine, and 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 you never know what what's going on. And, yeah. And and then you get the like what happened. Um, where you, where you go through these massive transitions, um, where mm. you suddenly think, I can't do this any longer, and then you suddenly disappear, or you, you know, yeah. um, where implode. this is. Implode, yeah, which is, and and, and also, it, I don't think that when, in, I'll just still say, when, when I was in my 20s, and, and, and the current workforce we have now, is that they didn't care um, about our mental state. They really didn't, I don't think they really cared about them. There was, you just, you, you're doing a job, um, and I think that's short-sighted. I think if you can care, and if you can get people to be more uh, open about what's going on in their lives, you know, we all have things. What's going on in our lives outside work? Correct. And if you can, I don't want to know that, you know, the, the minute details. But if you've got a problem and you can say, hey, look, I've I've got an issue I need to deal with, and you can, and you know that that's fine. You can go and deal with that problem, and then come back to work. I think you'll end up with a, a better, stronger, more resilient workforce than mm. one where you're getting pushed and otherwise I'll fire you you know that yeah. was always you know. and they're more likely to stay for that five years yeah absolutely yeah yeah there's as I talk to you Doug there's this fantastic sense of both a connection to the actual actual people that are here as opposed to the version of people that we would like them to be within the confines of a traditional organization but there's also this fantastic sense of you being connected to timescales as well in you know the holistic view of the company and profits as opposed to the individual, but then you know the fact that you want clients to keep coming back, so it's not just about today, but there's an actual journey through time in there. Yeah, I think it's I think it's important, and I think that that so I, I really try and make decisions, leadership decisions, fifty years mainly because I know I won't be here. So, so yeah. one of the problems when you make decisions on three months or six months or something like that, yeah. you know you're going to be there. So you think in a certain way, which means you'll always be here. Whereas if you make decisions or you think about strategy that's fifty years ahead, so no, when, it's ridiculous. So when you've left, <laughs> yeah, yep. yes, yeah. Mm. Mm. Have do you find the culture of sentient comes back and influences you? I have learned so much about culture from. Um, from trying things and 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 if you can create a an environment where people do have a level of trust, I'm not I'm not perfect in any way, shape. I'm not saying that you know we've no. nailed all the thing at all, but if you are open to that, and also you know we had four kids and they were my my children were very good at sort of saying you know you middle-aged white guys have got a problem, you know you really have, you know, and, and when and when you're told that enough times by enough people, you sort of start thinking well. Yeah, maybe there's there's something. Yeah, maybe we can do things slightly better than than than, than yeah. we've done for. But they, I have learned more from. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure everyone does. If, if you if you can give creative people the space where they are um, happy to create, they can do amazing mm. things. Do you find yourself doing what you do here in terms of creating the, the space and culture? you find yourself doing that in other aspects of your life separate to work as well um from what you've probably not not as not as well um as as um 
I think I'm probably more effective at that conversation here, and I yes. think um, than I am um, outside it. Uh, I think that that there's a. It, in, in, in a way, it, I think it comes down to purpose, if you want to look at that. The purpose of this company is, 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 quite, um, is quite clear to me. The, the, the purpose outside it is a little bit more difficult with family and friends. It gets a bit more murky um, oh, yeah. in terms of that. So it's not as simple. Um, and also, I'm not the founder outside it. So. No. <laughs> I suppose not. <laughs> I'm much more, um, much more family. A, you're the co-founder. Yeah, no, or the, or the, yeah, yeah, or, yeah at, at best. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, one of the sort of closing questions I like to mm. ask people is, uh, what's the one thing about culture that we are not talking about that we should be talking about? Well. In, in, okay, can I, can I clarify the question? Are you talking about sentient, or are you talking about West Australia, or are you talking about the globe? Which one, which, which Ooh. framework would you like Ooh. to be? Um, do you want to tackle all three? I don't know if I can. Or do you want to tackle two of them? I can, I can certainly tackle sentient, so the, the, the... Do you want to go as far as Western Australia as well? Yeah, we can try that. Yeah, but, let's go. Um, so the, 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 well, I can, I can talk about the industries I work in. The, the sentient one is, is um, is, is, is allowing people to be who they are, absolutely. That is, and, and that's not, not simple because, you know, my daughter has this lovely thing. She works in, in a hospital. She, she, you know, she puts on her work face. I, I don't really want you to put on your work face when you come to Sentient. I mean, yeah, there's going to be times when you're dealing with customers and when you, but it'd be nice to bring yourself to, to work. So that's bringing that and knowing that you'll be safe and, 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 and allowing you to flourish, let's say, yes. in sentient. So that, that's quite a simple one in the sentient one. Enabling people to flourish is a good way of putting it there. <clears throat> in Western Australia and the, and, and the resource sector, it's, it's just about safety. I, I just cannot believe that, that we look at like, how can we get, how can we get um, you know, the current thing of like, how can we get girls into, into the, the resource sector? Well, yeah. it's simple, you know, make it a safe workplace. You know, they don't have a, it's not, I don't, I don't think that, that, that if, you're a, if you're a girl and you're going into a, um, onto a mine site or onto a, an oil and gas platform, it, it, it's not a safe place to be mentally in, in that, in, in my opinion. So that, that's, that's quite a simple one. Just make it a place where it's safe to go to. I mean, I, I know, I know people in the industry who are my age who are actively encouraging their daughters not to go into the resource sector. That says it all. So that's, says it all. We, you know, forget about STEM and talking to schools and stuff like that. Make your workplace safe. You know, yeah. Literally, where, where people can bring themselves and not yeah. be... Uh, We're not talking about physical injury here, really, are we? Uh, no, but I think there's a lot of mental... The, 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 the mental conversations that happen are, are just not acceptable. You know, they're just... They're just like you know, stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, so and then this thing. Confronting. Yeah, and 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 you're like, oh, I'm just joking. Like, no, you're, you're <laughs> you know, not. that's not that's not that's not the point. The point is, you have to bring something where everyone is 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 safe to come and do their, their job. So 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 that is globally. I can't do. I don't I don't know enough about the global workforce. Yeah. But but certainly in, in West Australia, I think that would be fantastic for the WA community if if the resource sector sort of is is quite a big engine. Um, if we could create um, 
an environment where everyone felt absolutely happy to come to work um, and, and safe, that would be that would be a big a big step. And then you can worry about doing all the STEM stuff and talking yeah. to schools and that sort of stuff. But until you create an environment where 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 that is non-negotiable, let's say, um, yeah. I, I think that's that would be the best thing to do in the culture. Mm. I don't know if that's culture. Yeah, it would be. It would be culture. Yeah. That's very very interesting. And imagine what productivity and oh, creativity would be like. Doug, it's been great chatting today. I think it's been. Is there anything uh, that's come up for you that's made you think, oh, as a result of this conversation? No, the only the only thing that I suppose is that is that this is a very, I think, a very personal sentient uh, conversation. I don't know if you can take what we do here and drop it into any organisation. I don't know. Um, mm. I don't. Yeah. I don't. So that's the only thing that 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 does. My challenge worry me. to that is: Do you employ people to do stuff? Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, no, yeah, we do. We do. We do. No, yeah. anybody who's listening to this, do you employ yeah. people to do stuff? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If the answer is yes, then I think there's a lot. Yeah. Okay, there is it. I'm just, you know, I suppose it's it's like um, uh, like somebody was saying to me the other day, how did you get so many tier one customers? It's like, well, when I was getting tier one customers, I was going back to like 2008, 2009. It's quite different then to what it is now um you know there's a so so i can i can tell you what i did but i'm not sure whether in today's market if you're going to run up and down the terrace and do what i did whether you'd have the same success or right. you know that that we had because things change so yeah and i think that's it i think probably the only thing i want to add is that it changes all the time so don't and that was a big problem for me <laughs> with culture yeah because as an engineer i wanted to fix it you know, yes. like going, yeah, what can I do to fix it? Well, you're never going to fix it. You're yeah. never going to, it's just something, it's a conversation you have all the time and you will make mistakes and you need to admit yeah. when you've made them and be open to other ideas. So that's yeah. probably mine. It's more dynamic. Absolutely. Very dynamic. Dynamic and non-stop. Non-stop, yeah. Doug, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Awesome.